0: Hey everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Good morning and good salutations. And good evening, which is when we are recording. (laughs) True, it is a late wreck today. Yeah. That's all we got to say on the map. (laughs) Sometimes. Guys, let me rap. Mm Go on. mm Sometimes it's evening. Wait, that was it? That was the whole wrap? And this has been JoJo's World. (laughs) Uh, I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Valentine, the other one of the co-hosts. Of course, in JoJo's World, our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, we talk about a little anime called... (laughs) <laughs> did you forget no I was trying called... to pull something as a joke but I blanked on any jokes and now um, it's all we gone talk down. about a little anime <laughs> called Barkano it's everyone's scene and is really coherent to discuss <laughs> it's easy you just follow all the storylines at the same mm-hmm. time once you get all them down you easy. don't really know which characters have already met in this particular scene yep and it's easy it's an easy show a big beautiful train oh you'll love a big beautiful we train we should watch the modern day Barkano. Thing they did. There's um, another monster. Oh, that! Yeah. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Maybe. Yeah. i got time to kill. But we don't have time for that. We right don't now. have time. My laptop is running on battery power. We need to get through if this we podcast. we run out of podcast today. We are fucked. Hirohika <laughs> Araki's gonna break our fucking legs. He's gonna walk in here and be all like, Gomenasai, and then break us from the ground right. up. Strike us, turn us inside out. Like that gas from that episode of The Simpsons. Oh my god. Uh, this episode, we watched the 34th episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 6, Stone Ocean, mm. entitled Sea Moon, Part sea 1. Moon. Sea Moon. Sea Moon Run. Sea Moon Run. Sea Moon Run fast. Sea Moon Run fast. Fox? I don't know what the rest of the sentence is. quick brown moon <laughs> jumped over the lazy fox. The lazy Jolene? It covers chapters 735 through 738 of the Jojo's Bizarre Adventure manga by Hirohiko Araki. Mm, It's a few. It's three. Mm. It's three. It's almost normal. Actually, I suppose it's like four. That's too many. Five, six, seven, eight. My boot scootin' baby. (laughs) That's that's the name of my stand. Boot scootin' baby. Boot scootin' baby. And it um, shines your shoes, Governor. Ah, uh, wonderful, wonderful. It's a really helpful stand, but not yeah, very good. But in also, it does kill you. Oh, uh, oh no! <laughs> that stands. It's it, helpful until they're not. It takes one shine. That's it. I've uh, happened to open the uh, Reddit reaction thread for this episode today. Something which we have never ne- looked at before, never, and may never look at I'm ever just again. Just curious if there's anything of note. Dope to see Seamoon animated When I finished the manga It was one of my favourite stands Mm. Poochie entrance sequence is incredible Mm, mm. Let's go Zaddy Jotaro (laughs) Love a good Zaddy Jotaro Anyone notice the helicopters were number 6 and number 9? Nice yeah, That's uh, that's, that's the standard of Jojo's discussion (laughs) out there Makes me feel better about this bullshit we say (laughs) No, hang on a second I don't think we would have noticed that they were six and I did. nine. Oh, okay. I, did. Right. I, was, gonna, I was planning to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> All that our material has been stolen by Reddit comments. Nick, we only have one author's note left uh, oh, for this part of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, okay. Uh, and we won't be discussing it today. Oh. Because it kicks in at the last couple of chapters of Sea Moon. Oh, goddammit. Okay. All right. Well, that's really frustrating. Can Nick. You know? Yeah? Shut up. <gasps> because I have... Some interviews with which to share yes. the words of wisdom yes. of Hirohiko Araki. I'm so excited. I got two interviews here, one of which is very short, uh, but I think is worth sharing. Mm-hmm. And the other which of which is entitled 100 Questions with Hirohiko <laughs> Araki. How many of those questions are we going to cover? Well, they're not all translated, so... What the fuck is the point of having 100 questions with someone if you're not going to translate all 100 Who knows, who knows. It's like it's, a, it's work, you know. Maybe you, like you get up to question forty eight, and you're like, "This guy's full of shit. I'm done. <laughs> Upload." <laughs> he just keeps talking about how he saw a thing and he liked it. Yeah, you translate. It's like uh, it wasn't hundred; it was like three. And you're like, "What?" But I read in Japanese it was a hundred. I know what the word for hundred is. Nah, it was three, mate. He, right. or, he, or he walked out of the interview when they asked him about how he's also Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I'm sick of this shit, all right? Unprofessional bullshit. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, No, from the other interview first, um, Mm -hmm. which is a report detailing Hirohiko Araki's adventure in America from the January 18, 2000 issue of E-Jump. Hmm. When was he in America? Uh, While preparing for Stone Ocean, I suppose. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Because he went to... Hirohiko Araki goes to America. Subtitle... Hirohika Araki's brief American coverage journey. (laughs) Thank you for that clarification. VAST WETLANDS! Two exclamation points. (laughs) Can you predict the future of the story, Stone Ocean? Ahem. A 30 minute drive from the metropolis of Miami with a population of 3 million was a vast wetland area of 35,000 square kilometres. I'm just looking at this next paragraph. (laughs) It's dense. The stage for the beginning of Araki-sensei's new story was Florida. Warm throughout the year and home to many Latin residents. This peninsula... (laughs) 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 Home to many... Latin residents. Yep. Okay, all right, keep going. Sure. This peninsula is not only the most lively place in the United States, it is a, also a region that has undergone the most significant change in the entire country, with areas that were once all wetlands being developed from scratch by human power. Mm. Nowadays, even the big city of Miami, boasting a population of over 3 million, which we've already said in this article. <laughs> Was once just a desolate place where only alligators, many birds, and even more small animals lived. How many birds? How many birds? Yeah, many. Oh my god. Think of some birds. Uh, uh, seagull. No, no, I mean think of an amount of birds. Oh, like, I don't You know, don't need to tell like me. Like four? Yeah, even more than that. What? How? Wow, that's a lot of birds. I've never seen a congregation that big in my life. With nothing but water-soaked sawgrass growing. And even now... If you get in the car and drive just 30 minutes from coastal cities like Miami and Palm Beach, there are still vast wetlands as far as the eye can see. An overwhelming kingdom of nature. It is an impossible place for humans to casually set foot. Amazing. The only place ordinary people without special training or equipment can go is the Everglades National Park, what? which stretches over 6,570 square kilometres in the southwest part of the peninsula. Here, roads are maintained in the wetlands and observation points are set up here and there, allowing you to experience a part of Florida's nature. However, alligators walk nonchalantly in front of humans like stray cats. <laughs> or there's an alligator around the corner. That's what it's like here. Some species even attack humans, so you can't let your guard down too much. Is this written by Araki? I- Apparently not, because the next couple of sentences are This time, I showed you a small part of Florida Araki sensei seems to be taking pictures and researching enthusiastically
1: oh, okay. But
0: how will this story, which started with a Detention centre, quotes, <laughs> unfold in the future? Can you read it from these photos? I guess they're accompanying photos mm. We don't see them no. Is America delicious? Is it? Do they, is that a rhetorical question? No, it is not. It's a regular question Oh. What's the opposite of a rhetorical question? Is it just a question? Yeah, okay. just a question. <laughs> the hot dogs I ate in the real place were the best. Araki sensei, who loves Italy, was actually worried about his daily meals. But he was in a great mood eating hot dogs every day. Incredible. You're telling me that we need special equipment to go anywhere in Florida. That's right. Well, because of the gravity. Oh, of course. <laughs> you need like a vac suit yeah, or something. Or a, um, like an abseiling rig. Yeah, you need something to like surf... The cement, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You need a sort of cool robot in a diving suit. We could dive it down. Mm. Mm. Dive it down the peninsula to the national park. Where the alligators roam. Mm. Question one. A hundred questions for Araki-sensei. What time do you wake up? Half past 10am. Fuck, that's so good. How do you relieve stress? I've been walking to work. It's about 10 minutes of walking, but that's it. Hmm. Question three. Where do you come up with your ideas? Mm, this room. <laughs> this interview takes place in Araki's workplace. <laughs> where Just, do you get your ideas? Here, I mean, I mean here, like <laughs> you've seen where I live. It's a good answer to that question. Like, imagine if you walked into an office and they're like, "Where do you like figure out this stuff?" It's like, well, I mean, you stand. I mean, look, buddy, you've come in here. <laughs> Now, this question has a follow-up question that is not one of the official numbered questions. (gasps) Question four. Mm -hmm. When did you consider becoming a manga artist? This is already very complicated. (laughs) Is that so? I can't answer in one word, but it might have been triggered by a friend who told me I was good at drawing manga when I was a kid. Hmm. Mm. I'm glad you were praised by your friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice to be praised by a friend. Not that Nick would know that from me. No. (laughs) I just like the idea that the guy who's interviewing wasn't like, wow, I'm really glad that happened. It's just, I'm glad you were praised by your friend. Question five. If you had not become a manga artist, what would you have become? I can't think of this anymore. I think there's nothing else. (laughs) Question 31. Who's your favourite musician? Prince. Naturally. What album do you recommend? Country Grammar by Nelly. Wait, what? His favourite artist is Prince, but his favourite album... No, an album he recommends. Yeah, an album... Oh, it's any album. Mm. Any album. Your favourite TV show? I don't watch that much. (laughs) Question 34. (laughs) Araki-style advice for staying healthy. Stretch before writing. Question 36. Good advice. Best place to settle down? My workplace. (laughs) (laughs) Question 37. Any habit? Ooh. Playing with my jaw. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, any habit? (laughs) Playing with his jaw? Yeah. Like with his hands or just... Nick, I've just got just got that. I know as much as you do about playing with my jaw. I think you also know as much about Araki's inner <laughs> thoughts as I do at this point. Question 38. How strong do you like sake? I don't really drink. Do what are can- you happy to get? Delicious sweets. Mm. Question 40. What kind of car do you drive? I can't drive so I don't have a license. He can't drive? He can't drive. Wait, why can't he drive? He doesn't have a license. Ah, fair enough. But why doesn't he have a license? (laughs) He can't drive. Oh my god. What kind of child were you in school? Or in childhood? I was bullied by my younger sister. I had twin sisters and one of them was the devil. I came home from school and saw that my afternoon snack was being eaten. <gasps> oh no, those delicious sweets! I know. It's, it's really hard when your younger sister is the literal devil. Yeah. When Satan just shows up and is all like, Nah, don't mind now. Coming soon to next anime season. My younger sister is the literal devil eating my snack after high school. And of course, it's some weird, like, sexualized version yeah. of the devil. And they're like, Oh, kawaii desu. It's like, what? No. And then, just pff, I don't know. Question 42, what was your first love? Sorry, when was your first love? High school, first year. Question 43, what anime did you watch as a child? Star of the Giants. I loved the manga. Hmm. Don't know what that is. Star of the Giants. Question 46, what TV show did you watch religiously? Columbo. Hey!
1: Hey. One more thing, one more thing.
0: thing. One more thing, what's your favourite subject? (laughs) I like social studies and science. 48, weakest subject, English. 49, Club Activities, Kendo. Wait, his weakest subject was English? Mm-hmm. And yet he's written an entire part about Florida? That's right. That's and gross. also the England. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what kind of woman do you like? A person who isn't well-mannered. I know what that's like. <laughs> Wait, are you talking <laughs> about 50- me? No. Uh, Question 51, do you have a wife? I do. What's your favourite colour? An orange-like yellow. An orange-like yellow? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, keep going. What have you accidentally laughed at recently? Fuck me. (laughs) Go on, Liam. Question 53. What have you accidentally laughed at recently? Read the answer, Liam. When static electricity ran through my eyelids at the ophthalmologist. (laughs) Isn't that funny? (laughs) Okay, what? what? Okay, first off. What's an ophthalmologist? Uh, is that the eye doctor? No, that's an optometrist. Okay, we'll so optometrist this. is like your sight. Ophthalmologist? Uh, it's a surgical subspecialty within medicine that deals with diagnosis and treatment of eye disorders. So when static electricity went through his eyelids. At the ophthalmologist. At the ophthalmologist who deals specifically with surgery regarding eyes. What the fuck, you? <laughs> have you been angry at anything lately? It's rare, 55. Have you cried at anything recently? When I was drawing up the last storyboard. <gasps> oh. Best place you've travelled to? Venice, Italy. They don't have cars there. Uh, sorry? They don't have cars in Venice, no. Italy? You know, after the events of Jojo's Bizar- Bizarre Adventure Part 2 Battle Tendency, they yeah. don't have cars anywhere on Earth. Nice. Jojo's jokes. That's what people <laughs> come here for. This Look, this is the high tier quality that you expect from us. What's a place you don't want to go to? Egypt. I hated it. So it became one of the settings. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, he never even went to Egypt. That no, he has, he has been to Egypt. Oh, he just doesn't okay. want to go back. Right, okay, okay. What's the most delicious thing in Miyagi Prefecture? Is there one? Tokyo is more delicious. Ooh. What's your favourite place to shop at? Italian restaurants. <laughs> Amazing. Why the name Jojo? I had a meeting at Jonathan's and wanted the initials to be the same. We spoke about that like way back in the yeah. first episode. Yeah. What's the main theme in Jojo? Wonderful people carry out justice with a pure heart. Oh. That's not it. <laughs> well, I mean, Jonathan had a pure heart. Mm-hmm. Um, jo- and Josuke. Joseph, you know, well, uh, mm, purish Skipping ahead a bit. Who's your favourite Jojo? gay from part four. Who's nice. your favourite character? Yoshikage Kira. Nice. Good choices. Mm-hmm. Your favourite death. There's a lot of them, but I can't remember that well. Your favourite Araki-style onomatopoeia. Ooh. The sound of heavy metal. He hasn't, hasn't told us what the onomatopoeia <laughs> yeah, is. Just, that's the sound. Mm-hmm. Your most unique pose. I don't have one. How long does it take to draw a chapter? It takes about three days to draw. Holy shit. It only takes mm. three days. Uh, planned up to the end of part three when he started the series. Hadn't thought about a TV anime because I don't think so. It's not a manga that you should show kids. <laughs> <laughs> only kids watch TV. Mm. Mm. What's most important when drawing a character? The mouth. I hate it when it's not sexy. <laughs> Is this the, the reason why JoJo's is so popular? He always gets the mouth. Sexy mouth. mouth. Just mm. right. Yeah, a good sexy mouth. Mm. Mm. Let's think of our top 10 JoJo's sexy mouths. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What's most important when drawing... Oh, sorry. I already, I already said that. Mm. Question 73. Will Shizuka Joestar come back? No. Who? The Invisible Baby. Shizuka? Oh, yeah. Will Dio come back? Continuing on to the next question. Will Dio from part three ever come back? No as well Really? Yes He won't come back (laughs) Then after revisiting question 70 This is going to concern Dio But on one end You have the Joestar bloodline On the other end Dio holds his ground for decades After all And because of this Us readers can't help but feel That the shadow of Dio Will always haunt us like a ghost Even in part 6 Dio's bone appeared unexpectedly Despite this You said that Dio would not come back That's because Jotaro beat him. But I want to make it so that his will remains. Something like his intent. An evil intent. Then does that mean that in the future that Dio might not assume a physical form but appear in the shape of a will? That may be true. Mm -hmm. So this is part seven, everyone. That's not what part seven is. (laughs) Part seven is just a good time. Is Joseph still alive? I mean... Didn't we explicitly say that he wasn't alive? Didn't he die? Part 6 place takes place in 2011. But is Joseph Sartre still alive? Yes, he's become a little senile, but I think he's still alive. Oh, I thought he died. Nope. Oh, okay, never mind. Blah, blah, blah. They go into that for a bit longer. Cool Shock BT, we're going to talk about that. Uh, Clint Eastwood would... Pl- no, sorry. Who would play Jota Rokujo? I was thinking about Clint Eastwood when I drew him, but not him. <laughs> if he had a stand power, he'd stop time. Uh... There is a plan for part seven. There is a plan. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, getting towards the end, just skipping over any other good interests. What's in your mind when making a weekly serial manga? Meeting the deadline. What's the secret that's always kept you on? Meeting, Meeting the, the deadline. deadline. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Are you close with any manga artists? No, we're all too busy to see each other. Do you use a computer? I hate wait times. What's your ringtone? I don't have a cell phone. What actress would you like to see the most? Natalie Portman. Wise. Padme Amidala herself. Exactly. What would you bring to a desert island? Favourite manga, a CD and a pencil. Hmm. What's the most important, most expensive thing? No paper. The most expensive thing is the workplace. (laughs) Nick? (laughs) That is the wisest thing I've ever heard in the dumbest possible context. 92. Who do you respect? Velasquez. I don't know who that is. Neither do I. 93. What genres would you like to try in the future? I want to keep moving with the current manga. <laughs> <laughs> and well, finally, question 94 out of 100. How do you read Shonen Jump? In order from beginning to last. Oh, that's nice. And now you know a little bit about the twisted mind of Hirohika Araki. And we're 20 minutes into the podcast and we can get started. Which is appropriate because not much happens in this episode <laughs> other than fighting. But it's good fighting. It's very high. It's, it's pretty solid fighting. Yeah. There's a whole lot of... But if that's how that works... But then... How do I How work? am I alive? And then a hell of a cliffhanger. Yeah. So, long recap of how Poochie's gotten his powers to date and he's doing rituals and the, the Cape Canaveral, the mm. gravity. See, at the start of Matter, there was gravity. It's true. Mm. And uh, I believe he says that he's the centre of gravity. Mm. Later. Later. Jolene has just been hit. Her right hand has been inverted. It's gross. Mm. It's got little nubules popping out. They're all red and yep. muscly. I was sitting there being like, "Oh, this is amazing." Liam was sitting there going, "Ugh, yuck, Ugh. yuck." I don't care for it. <laughs> Jolene is um, trying to protect Emporio and fight at the same time, and it's, it's giving her trouble. Um, and the stand Sea Moon mm-hmm. uh, can seemingly move with the gravity at will, so it's much more mobile than her. It just flips around. Yeah, it just chills out wherever it wants, stands wherever it wants. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like she's standing on this um, ticketing booth that is jutting out from the inverted gravity ground uh, and it is like walking around either side of it to give, do sneak attacks. Flawlessly jumping from the roof to the side mm. to the not roof. Uh, and in a quick flurry of blows, um, Jolene's hair is grazed and so those particular strands, mm, strands, mm. Uh, turn inside out and fall off as uh, is Emporio's baseball shoe. Ooh. Which... Falls off. But that's one of the spikes. The famous spikes. They were thrown from uh, some house somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we remember the show we watched. I, yep. So like, we can't get hit by his attacks or it'll get really bad for us. Hmm. And then, uh... Okay, okay. <laughs> Emporio's talking. hmm The stand must be related to gravity. All matter, including the earth and apples, are affected by gravity. Yeah, that makes sense. Because apple was the because thing was that- Because Isaac knew Yeah, that. exactly. And then there's a comparison picture of the earth and gravity. Sorry, <laughs> and Apples. <laughs> Uh, and it's like got arrows pointing inwards yeah, to Earth. Yeah. Because gravity inwards. affects them all. Yeah. But there's more arrows on the Earth yeah. than there is on the apple. Gravity attracts matter towards the center of mass. That's the cosmic law. Hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. massive oversimplification. But yes, and anything gets touched by that, it gets touched by the fist of Sea Moon. Gets turned inside out by gravity. Ah, makes sense. And also, it makes everything fall sideways. See that also makes sense, mm-hmm. but now he has more powers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he's got gravity shit. He's got inversion shit. It's all. It's all the same. It's all happening. It's all crazy. <laughs> That he disappears behind the ticketing booth again. It's like, oh, where's he gonna come from? Where's he gonna come from? And he actually he has pre-punched the interior <gasps> of the ticket booth so that it folds up around Jolene. Oh no! But she is fine. She gets a good kick on his face. He's bleeding. He can be killed. But of course, he counters by double Punching punch, pull. slamming her legs. And everyone's like, oh no, her legs gonna turn inside out. It's gonna but be so gross. It starts inverting. Yeah, like in on it itself. buckles. <laughs> And we're all like, In a real bad way. Oh no, Jolene. Jolene, no. Anasui's freaking out. Mm-hmm. He's like, Jolene, not precious Jolene. I need my wife. And she's like, Who are you? <laughs> so then Jolene, I think at this moment, is like, Ah, fuck. But no fuck. Yeah, because they keep fighting. She gets hit. In the hand and the leg again, therefore she's fine. Yeah. Like, she's still got wounds from the traumatic inversion, but she can just use her string to stitch them up. See, if you invert an inversion, you get... Normal. I was about to say no inversion. uh, But that makes more sense. You just get what you started with, which is Jolene Cujo. Yeah, a bit bloodier, but fine. Hey. That's just who Jolene is. And she's like, and you know, I can clearly see that he's bleeding, so, you know, I'll I, grind him I, down. I'm i still winning, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and this fucking guy's like, <laughs> ugh. I okay, my robot eyes. With you want to lips, talk about him quickly? Because he's named later, but like. Oh, Sea Moon. Yeah. Yeah, Sea Moon, he's a weird guy. He looks real weird. He's got arrows everywhere. Yeah, we vaguely described his design yeah. last time where he's got like, it's green baby stuff slapped over White Snake. Yeah, White Snake's purple bits. Mm. Um, so, Wa-Sea-Moon uh, <laughs> Yep Is uh, Father Pucci's newsstand
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: And here is what Hiro- Hiro- Hirohika Araki has to say about it In his Jojo Valley commentary Oh boy <laughs> um, This is a good one <laughs> you, 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 is this the thing that you were like Oh Jesus Yeah Oh no The advanced form of Whitesnake, right? Yeah He looks a little threatening now Kind of like Darth Maul from Star Wars <laughs> Oh my <laughs> god. Oh my god, it all comes full circle. Do you think he looks like Darth Maul from Star Wars? He kind of does. He's I, got like the, he's got like the the red except it's in his eyes not his skin yeah. and he's got like pointy bits just not it's like not on his shape. head it's like all over he's him. He's got those arrows all over him. Yeah. Um and he he kind of almost has like a cloak-ish but it's his skin. <laughs> he's also jacked. I mean, he's fucking jacked, right? So is Darth Maul. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> kind of. I think I understand where he's coming from. But also... Oh, Eric. He's... Maybe it's just the same vibe. Oh, yeah. It's that the... neither of them talk. Neither of them talk. In the movie. Wait, no, um, it's Sea Moon talks. And Darth Maul talks a little, but not much. Yeah, but he's all like, well, well, well. Zoom. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. If he even says, well, well, well. No, he doesn't. No. Why would he say, well, 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 well. Well, well, well for it is not a little Jedi, it is not. It is fucking Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ooh. You didn't think fucking Darth Maul would be here on the Naboo <laughs> Palace, did you? Darth Maul speaks in the third person. I'm working with the bloody Trade Federation for mysterious purposes. No, you... Wait, this is my best Qui-Gon Jinn. No, you cannot be Darth Maul. I will attack you. For I am Darth Maul. <laughs> <For> I am... <laughs> why are... <laughs> It's getting out of hand. Oh man, now was two of them. Anyway. Yeah, it's getting out of hand. Now Poochie has two stands. (gasps) Well, technically speaking, he has one stand, but it's evolved. Sea Moon is a song with a reggae beat written by Paul and Linda McCartney and performed by Wings. Great. It was released as a double A side with High 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 in 1972. The sing- single reached number five on the UK singles chart, and since High 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 was banned by the BBC, Seamoon received much airplay in the United Kingdom. What? In the United States, Seamoon did not appear on any of the major record charts. Why, why was High 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 banned? Let's find out. Was it about getting high? Banned. In the UK, the song was banned by the BBC for its sexually suggestive lyrical content. Oh no. The BBC also suggested the title phrase, we're going to get high, 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 was a drug reference. Mm. Specific lyrics objected to is the apparent phrase, get you ready for my body gun. (laughs) McCartney has said the correct lyrics are, get you ready for my polygon," an abstract image. Hmm. Okay. All right. Still weirdly sexual in a way. The BBs. Hang on. What's what's Paul McCartney's voice? Hello we're there, just bloody lads from Liverpool, aren't we? Hello, lads. It's me, Paul McCartney. Bloody uh, octopus's garden, is yeah. it? No, I can't. Uh, I can't do this bloody accent. Yellow submarine inside your face. <laughs> How are you going? Get ready for me, face gun. We're just talking about. Yeah. Now we're just talking about the uh, the album that we're putting out. Isn't that John Lennon? I don't care. They all sound the same. <laughs> The BBC got some of the words wrong, but I suppose it's a a bit of a dirty song if sex is dirty and naughty. I was in a Mm. sensuous mood in Spain when I wrote it.
1: (laughs) I was in a sensuous mood in Spain?
0: Yeah, well, the great laugh is when we go go live. It makes a great announcement. You can say, this one was banned. And everyone goes, hooray. (laughs) The audience love it, you know. Mm, It's true. This next one was banned. And then you get raving because everyone likes to. Everyone's a bit anti all that banning, all that censorship. <laughs> our crew, our generation, doesn't really dig that stuff, as I'm sure you know. Mm, it's true. I do know that. Thank you, Paul. Fuck up, McCartney. <laughs> Just, I love the idea that it's like, so, hey guys, we've we've got a banned song, and all the fans are like, yes, yes, it's illegal. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the one about getting high. They're like, yeah is it? Is it? Can you play? Hey, Dude can you hit seven? us with your polygons <laughs> The title Sea Moon was inspired by lyrics in the song Woolly Bully by Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. What? <laughs> McCartney said, There's a line in Woolly Bully that says, Let's not be L7. Well, L7, it was explained at the time, means a square. Put L and 7 together and you get a square. So I thought of the idea of putting a C and a moon together, a half moon, to get the opposite of a square. So C-moon means cool in other words. <laughs> what? What the <laughs> fuck is that shit? <laughs> 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 oh, I'm found someone crazy than Hirohiko Araki and it's oh Paul McCartney. Oh my god. This is one of the most respected musicians of an entire so generation. So if you put an L and a 7 next to each other, the like... shapes, like, and joined them up, there's a yeah. vaguely square shape. So if you put a yeah, C... vaguely is the right word. Yeah. It's like that, if you right? Put it, yeah. If you put a C and a... And opposite facing crescent moon next to each sure. other. It makes a circle, which, as we all know, is the opposite of a square. <laughs> and squares are nerdy, <laughs> so circles are cool. Or sea moons are cool. <laughs> oh my god. No wonder it didn't get much success in America. Wooly Bully. Yeah. And <laughs> this is my stand Wooly, Wooly Bully. bully is a song recorded by rock and roll band Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs in oh. 1964 based on a standard 12-bar blues progression. Written by the de- band's frontman, Domingo Sam Samudio. Oh my God. This just gets better with every line. Oh my God. <laughs> the image on Wikipedia. That's <laughs> a bunch this, of... This fucking bottom right hand bunch guy. of clearly English guys. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I love the fact that like... Hang on. In so. like... No, uh, so, no, okay, so okay, S- Samudio mate, might be... Uh, yeah. But this, this guy here, the, right, the bottom right guy, reminds me of the Magic the Gathering tournament guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. such vibes. Wooly Bully is a reworking of the... 19- <laughs> We're going down this rabbit hole. Oh, road. my God. Reworking of the 1962 tune, Hully Gully Now. On the Dallas based Gay Shell label by Big Bow and the Arrows, vocal by Leal Smitty. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> what is this madness? What is this entire subgenre of music that we've uncovered? Uh, Samudio rewrote the lyrics to replace Hully Gully with Woolly Bully <laughs> and a few additional lyrical changes. Retained the Watch It, Watch It Now refrain from the original version. Mm. The lyrics of Wooly Bully were hard to understand and some radio stations banned the song. <laughs> the lyrics describe a conversation between Matty and Hattie concerning the Wooly Bully, a creature that Matty describes as a thing she saw that had two <laughs> big horns and a wooly jaw. That is, an American bison. Oh. And okay. the desirability of developing dancing skills, <laughs> although <laughs> no attempt is made to synthesise these divergent topics. <laughs> writing something and be like alright guys verse 1 what if we just kind of took the old song <laughs> you ever see one of those big creatures uh, wait which ones the ones um, they got know, the, wool yeah on one, kind or, of like a big cow yeah the well, wooly bully <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wooly, wooly. like a bull, <laughs> yeah. bull, hey, bull. You wanna, are you good at dancing <laughs> No, I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish I was though. I wish I was pretty... Oh my god, I got a great idea for some lyrics. <laughs> the warning, let's not be L7, means let's not be square. From the shape formed by the fingers making an L on one hand and a 7 on the other. Sam the Sham underscores the Tex-Mex nature of the song by counting out the rhythm in Spanish and English. Uno, dos, uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Hmm. And the characteristic simple organ riffing with a tenor saxophone solo in the middle. According to Samudio... The song, the countdown was part of the song, was also not planned. I was just goofing around and counted mm-hmm. off in Tex Max. Mm. It just blew everyone away, and actually, I wanted it taken off the record. <laughs> okay, Legacy, blah, blah, blah. He's just standing there being like, I'm just counting. Get so, it off. Some oh, of the Muppets man. recorded it at one point. What? What is this song? Vinnie Jones recorded a cover of it in 1993. What? You know, from um, like, he's in some, uh, he's in like, Lock stock or something? Sure. Is he the guy who always looks depressed? Is that Vinny Jones? He's the one who's in Gallivant. Gallivant. He used to be a footballer. Oh, maybe it's a different guy then. Okay, okay so now we need to look up big bow and the arrows. <laughs> this is in a tangential sense very related to JoJo's. Because of the arrow. Exactly. And Big Bow sounds like JoJo. And what do you oh that's a clever dan name. What do mm. you use to shoot an arrow but a big bow? Oh shit, you're right. <laughs> It's weird that you don't just, well, I guess you want to show off your Big bow. I guess. William Big Bo Thomas Jr. was a noted blues tenor saxophone player who started his own record label and brought legendary artists like James Brown and Gladys Knight to Dallas, where he ran three nightclubs. Hmm. Very cool. That's all I got. Oh, okay. You go, Bo. Jojo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did we need to circle back to anything there? Uh, well, I think the only thing to circle back to is that Sea Moon is fucking weird. And Wings is a Paul McCartney band, right? Oh, yeah, sure. A British-American rock band formed by Paul McCartney with Linda McCartney, session drummer Denny Saywell, Moody Blues guitarist Denny Lane. Everyone talks about Wings, but no one cares about them. Mm. Not like, you know, real Wings. The Beatles. (laughs) Yeah, The Beatles, otherwise known as Paul McCartney's Wings. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Let it turn in the gravity inside out, ain't I? It's going to be Sea Moon. fucking hate it so much. I actually hate it. So L... Okay. So we're all in agreement that L7 is a thing, but Sea Moon can't be a thing, right? Agreed. Yeah. But even then, L7 is a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. L7 is a stretch. Sea Moon's some bullshit. Which makes Um, it perfectly suited for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Hell yeah. And Hi 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 can... Go fuck itself. With its own love gun. (laughs) Or whatever body its gun own polygon. At this point, Anastio is like, "Hey, Emporio, go climb up to that fucking bike rack because I'm here to be Jolene's backup, not your babysitter." And Emporio desperately is like, "Oh, More climbing up a vertical surface, yeah, with absolutely no footholds mm-hmm. whatsoever." So, at this now, point... there's a cool little sequence where Jolene and Sea Moon like circle strafe each other. Yeah, and they're like actually doing some pretty swift martial. Yeah, just sizing stuff. each other up, yeah. doing some um, some some pokes. They're just jabbing, mm-hmm. stabbing, trying to get at each other, but neither of them can get a hit in yet. Yep. Jolene tries to, like, swing through the open window of the uh, the old ticketing booth, uh, but she falls into Simon's trap there because he's already turned it all inside out and the all, all the, the walls of it fall away and the steel girders bend and one of them entraps her leg. Mm-hmm. It just, like, bends right around mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Forming a perfect circle. <gasps> oh, my God, that's a bad It's kind of like one a... One is, um, that's bad. Uh, a, cir- a circle is don't almost dare, like a really, uh, combined shapes of a sea don't, and a moon. Don't you dare say it. Jolene's in a pretty cool situation oh, right Oh, no. I hate this. <laughs> oh. I think what it is is that sea moon is like, oh, yeah, it starts with a C and is cool. And I know I said this last time, and I will say it again. Uh, I am on the sea moon diet. Ugh, <laughs> oh, Just, oh. ugh. <laughs> At this point, Jolene's like, I thought it was an automatic tracking stand because of its powers and the way it moves. But no, it's a manual stand and he's watching me from somewhere. It's remote controlled. He oh has to God. see me. Oh my God. So we click in that he's in the uh, the the room above. Yeah. Uh, which technically would just be like off to the left. But since it's yeah. now above it's a, us because of gravity. It's a brisk walk away. Yeah. In normal gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Um, Yeah, so then uh, I think Jojo's... Jojo? Uh, Jolene is all like, hey, Anasui, he's nearby. Yeah, and then Anasui, well, Anasui tries to take out uh, Moon with a quick uh, king hit. mm mm-hmm. Coward punch. But uh, unfortunately, some tiles... Spontaneously and- fly off the wall near him and cold clock him in the face. And at that point I was like, I swear, if Anasui's gone as well. And so, like... I don't really understand how this works. Mm. Because Moon is touching the tiles way over where he is. Yeah. And the tiles in front of Anna Sui's face fell off. Did he not pre-touch the tiles? I didn't see him. Mm. But maybe he did. Maybe he did. That's what I thought was going on, was that he basically touched everything. He set up a little time bomb. Exactly. Exactly. He was like, I know they're going to try and attack me later. I'm just going to set this up now. He's just like, uh, before they even get there, just like running his hand all over everything. <laughs> mm. Just be like, no, no, no. This will t- work. This will work. The texture. Work. The texture. Mm -hmm. It's like he's high. Oh, it's like a fidget cube, but in three-dimensional space. Anasui's falling to his death, Mm -hmm. but Jolene catches him with some strand... Yep. The thing that brings people together as opposed to the stick that drives them apart. Mm, Death stranding. Mm. Mm. Uh, and then wraps that strand around uh, Seamoon's neck on the other end. Oh. Simultaneously saving her friend, question mark? Saving her work acquaintance. Saving her stalker and <laughs> yeah. work associate. And, and attacking her enemy. Mm. Uh, and so uh, Anasui's in a bit of a pendulum situation. Mm. And the weight of Anasui is obviously choking. Mm. The guy, Seamoon. Uh, and- Cool sort guy. of not quite pulling away more thread from Jolene, but she's yeah. in a bit of a precarious situation herself. And so it takes Sea um, Moon about fifteen minutes to try and <laughs> grab the, the rope around his neck yep. to um, invert it to get himself free. In the meantime, everyone's like, "We have to do something. We have to do it now." Watch out! He's trying to grab around his neck. He must We're not. He must not have very good uh, control uh, of his faculties. Uh, no, um, like range of movement with that weird armor thing on. Yeah, it's it's like um, bodybuilders when they get enough. Yeah. They, they literally can't squeeze their arms anymore because they have too much muscle. Mm. He's jacked. He's absolutely shredded. But eventually he does. And it's like, oh no, the inside outness is slowly travelling down the rope to Jolene's body. I think there was a good three and a half minutes yeah. where it was travelling down the rope. Kind forward. of undercuts the... T- it probably yeah. worked better in the manga, but yeah. it kind of undercuts the tension where everyone's like, "Jolene, you have to hurry!" And then they talk for like a little <laughs> while longer, and it's like, "Jolene, watch out—the inside outness." So it's kind of coming down the string, and they're still like, "We got to figure out a way to beat him now. Mm. Now's the only time we got to do it." I'll get in there and kick the crap out of him. But Jolene, what about your thread? Don't worry about my thread. I got a plan, and it's to win. And as he saves her by. Uh, diving down into a thread to turn his own arm inside out and tank that blow uh, and I don't think this is ever reversed on camera but his mm. arm is fine later in the episode hmm okay <laughs> interesting well I think it does touch it twice but we never see it I guess. Yeah. Twice. I guess he could um like, take his mangled arm out of the thread and then put it back in oh yeah, dive yeah true. It down he and could just, just literally reconstruct yeah. everything himself Yeah. he'll just do a Deadpool Meanwhile, Sigma team from the United States military are on that grind set. They're complaining to mission command because something keeps flipping their tank over when they try and get close. And mission control's all like, what are you talking about flipping the tank? That's ridiculous. Just hold RB to flip it back over. And they're all like, nah, boss, you gotta come down here and yeah. do something. Like scientists or some guys who know explanations. Look yeah, at those guys from evolution down here. Yeah, do you have any idea what's going on? He's like, I don't need to care or know what's going on. All you have to do is go in there. I don't know why I went into this accent. All you have to do is go it's in there. There's US mission control here, isn't it? <laughs> all it is is mission control, eh? Now go in there and fuck him up and save the citizens. So they're just like, just go in there and save people. And there's all this blood and oil... Flipped cars. Yeah. Presumably from people. Um, And I think the dude remarks that it's like a big hammer came down. And smashed everything. Yeah. Smashed everything. Turned into a scrapyard. And then we see some helicopters. Yeah. Jayhawk 9 and Jayhawk 6 from the US State Coast Guard. Nice. Try to fly in and see what's going on and they immediately crash. Yep. Because the gravity gravity. messes with their everything. Yep. uh, And they just just die. That's a wrap on Jayhawk 9 (laughs) and Jayhawk 6. Let's recount our favourite <laughs> moments from the long history of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Hmm. I liked the bit where Jayhawk9 radioed into Jayhawk6. I really liked it when Jayhawk6 had to um deliver Jayhawk9's wife's baby when they were trapped in an elevator when <laughs> mm-hmm. the power went out. Hmm. I also enjoyed that. <laughs> and he did it with his stand. Oh my god, Jayhawk6 had a stand. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just his normal ability. And that stand's name was S-Club7. <laughs> So, after that brief aside, yep. meanwhile, Jolene uh, is being inverted slowly. Yep, her arm is getting shredded. Uh, Anasui does that thing. It's like the first time she's ever noticed Anasui, really. <laughs> Literally, every other time has been like, oh, you're here. Oh my god, alligators! Yeah. And then. Oh, so yeah, she's gonna go in and fucking kill Sea Moon, but then, oh, that looming shadow, that self assured voice, it's Father Poochie. Well, it's really weak because... Oh, sorry, you're mis- yeah, I'm yeah, mistaken. She, she did, does hit. She hits it, but the gravity bounces off. And she goes, Huh? Uh, well, that's that's unfortunate. And then the priest walks out with his beautiful And shadow. the first thing he says is, After all, it was in my best interest to, to, kill to get you. rid of you when I had the chance. When and you were in prison at the very beginning. And we, all of us go, Yes? Yep, okay. Yep. Go and he on. talks about how the Joe Stars are a trial that he and Dio need to overcome. In the same way that Jesus was crucified. It'd be good if Emporio just shot him right now. <laughs> but I guess Jolene tries to punch him and he's got gravity protection yeah, too. It, another weird thing. Mm. Like it's like his AT field from Evangelion, you know, there's like a like mm. like energy ripple around his body when yeah, you try yeah, to hit yeah, him. Yeah. Really you just gotta hit the legs. Big sweep on the legs. Oh, because He's the centre of gravity. So exactly. He'll drift off into the sky like cars before him. Exactly. And I don't mean the cars that flew down the highway previously. Um, so Jolene gets lifted? Yeah, he hits Jolene and she starts rising into the air like, oh no, my gravity. And he says, gravity is reversed wherever I stand. The closer you come to me, the stronger gravity gets. For you see, I am the centre of gravity. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll quote him. Okay. Um, the last step is to bide my time until my ability fully evolves. It will harness even greater power—not the little strength it has now. Mm. Uh, they're trying to grab her rope, but uh, he's Poochie kneels down and gives his stand a pep talk, which feels a bit weird. Listen, buddy, only hit him once. Because well, I then, think because he's a baby, right? But it's his stand. <laughs> yeah, but he's he still, controls it. But he's yeah, but he's he's a baby stand. He still baby has to like stand. instruct him. <laughs> I just pulled up my sleeve and looked at the word baby stand written on my arm. Oh my god. Looks at your other arm, trust no one. (laughs) Looks on the other side of the arm. Wait, I can only remember three things. Oh no. Oh no. Baby stand. You're a baby. What? Gaga goo goo? That's impossible. Yeah, just punch them once. And then Simoon just punches her once in the chest. And everyone's like, no, Jolene's dying. No, her heart's turning inside out. And her blood flow flow to her blame. The blood flow to her brain is reversing. The blood flow to her brain, The brood flow to her brain, has been reversed. Yep. So she no Looks longer painful. feels any Big pain. Big old gust of blood coming out of her mouth. Yep. The priest is like, this battle is over. I have now won. I'm going to go inside now. She will feel no pain. For you see, she can't feel any pain if she's inverted. Lol. And then just walks away. <laughs> yep. She's drifting through the sky. Everyone's crying. Uh, and Emporio, oh yeah, he briefly stops to name his stand Sea Moon because it's really cool. Yep, he's all like, like I'll man. call it Sea Moon because you see the letter C and oh. a crescent moon form a kind of circle shape, which is the opposite of a square. So, have you ever heard this song called <laughs> Woolly Bully? <laughs> so then, uh, I think we see just for some reason the word invincible. Right. On the right. You're exactly right. And it's. <laughs> He's like, I'm already invincible. The word invincibility pops up. But I didn't want to just gain invincibility. I want to achieve the betterment of all mankind. It's like he wants to deliver he wants to make everyone happy. Well, do you remember Nick? His Something? like without giving anything away, do you remember what his um defining motive from his flashback sequence was? Uh so I remember or the trauma that drives him even now. Yeah, well, I remember that his sister, he he's like, oh my god, she's committed suicide because where's Aquamarine? "Quote unquote," died because um, of because of the mob. The KKK. Yep, because of Father Pucci being all like, "Who? Where is this? Where's?" But did he want that to happen? No, of course not. So it was the the KKK. (laughs) No, not the the fact that the KKK did that was bad. Yes, (laughs) but what did he expect it? He, it was unexpected. That's right. Yeah. The unexpected consequences of his decisions are his driving motivation. The unexpected consequences of his decisions are his driving motivation. Yes. Don't you mean that his driving motivation is just to become. Oh. What if theory? Do you want to save this for predictions? Yes. Okay. Okay. Stay tuned. Next episode on JoJo as well. It's probably the same theory I've said before, but I'm going to say it again. And so, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I shall remind myself that my pursuit is the happiness of all human beings. Mm. Jolene Cujo is no more than a casualty, just like Wes Akamore Marine and those prisoners. Mm. To successfully achieve a goal, trial and sacrifice is inevitable, and he walks back inside and then... Uh, emporia is like, oh Jolene, no, no. Oh wait, that's me. Hang on. <laughs> Literally after seeing, it's like you scream at the top of your lungs. It's like Jolene, no, no. Oh, hang on. Hang oh, on. I gotta, oh. I gotta take this. All uh, right, quick call. Oh. No, it's a text with um the icon of Jotaro's hat on it for hey. some reason. Hey, I wasn't getting through. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, sorry, I, sorry, I haven't texted much lately. <laughs> I wasn't getting through. Is your phone off? Just FYI, I really hate it when people have their phone off and don't respond. Jodoro's getting drunk and texting his ex way too much. That's right, his wife left him. Mm-hmm. It's true, it's true. Um, my calls aren't getting through. The gravitational anomaly seems to have sent a satellite out of orbit. Are you Emporio? You can't ask questions and keep going. Are you Emporio? I don't know exactly what's going on. I can sense my daughter and the, uh, the Cape Canaveral, whatever. <laughs> Anyway, she's still ever. alive. I can tell. Uh, and so Emporio's like, wait, who's this from? Jolene's alive, but she's not. So ser- this reminds me of there's this old comic of um, Ryu from Street Fighter, mm-hmm. and the girl that like that's like his apprentice or whatever. Uh, I think it's Sakura? Sakura. Yeah, like the, the one, one who's in point. like the schoolgirl outfit yeah. has a little Hadoken, not very powerful, long legs. She's in like a school uniform. Yeah. Skirt There's this and comic stuff. someone did of them like web chatting together, <laughs> and like he types out this like really long like, "It has been so long since we last spoke, and uh, I I hope you are doing well in the in the Americas. Uh, my I, my training continues. Blah 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 blah." Yeah, yeah. And then she just goes, "Lol, okay." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I found it. Oh, from, I think it might be from a street official Street Fighter manga actually. Can I try saying reuse part? Sure. The next morning, typing sounds. Just Ryu in a web cafe and Sakura in Hong Kong. In, why do you assume that? Because it says right here. Go go to the left. Keep going. That's that's where Ryu is. Yeah, yeah that's okay. what I'm saying. Uh, Sakura has a big photo of that, a poster of that sumo guy. She's wearing pyjamas mm-hmm. in what appears to look like almost Okay, a I'll be Sakura. Sa- is her MSN handle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look. OMGZ, long time no see, master. Oh wait, BRB. Sorry, text message. Uh, big excited. Kirby smiley face, yeah. three sweat drops. H R U Master. Kicking ass for show. Lol. <laughs> Ryu, greater than silly scrubs, ruffle mao. Total <laughs> ponage. Lol. Winky face. Then <laughs> Ryu. Huh? A, a very confused looking face on Ryu as Hunt he... and Peck typing. <laughs> Thirty minutes later. <laughs> Dear Sakura. I am unsure of the meaning of your last message, but my journey has been an interesting one so far. I have encountered fighters from various disciplines, and I have discovered what I believe to be the key to my training. One must be adaptable and not rigid with one's style, open to the ideas of others. I believe... (laughs) I believe learning from as many different fighters as possible is the key to becoming a better martial artist. My time, according to a blinking box on the screen, is limited. So I must depart. It was good to hear from you, Sakura, and I hope your I hope your training continues to go well. Yours sincerely, Ryu. Okay, no prob. T T Y L. Goodbye. I think (laughs) so dumb. And that's how Jonoro texts. (laughs) (laughs) Jonoro's like, "Hello, it's me, Jonoro. I have are you in I have sailed the seven seas to find the greatest cuisine, and now it has led me to you in this moment, Tony (laughs) Otrusati. Oh man." So he sent this enormous text message, which yep. I can fully understand because he can pause time, but it's amazingly long. And then when 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 he, he signed his text, Jotaro Kujo, yeah. yours sincerely. Uh, and when, when Emporio reads his name, his like, face appears on the screen, like, oh, that Jotaro. And we're like, oh, Jotaro Kujo. <laughs> oh, not Jotaro Wilson yeah. down the street. So he basically summarizes, Jolene's okay, I'm on my way. Peace out, fam. Yeah, take care of her. She's alive, but in a bad way. Yeah. And Poria is like, oh my god, Anasui, go find Jolene. Because if oh, Jodoro can sense that she's alive, so can Poochie. And Poochie, we get a shot of him being like, that son of a bitch. And Anasui's like, okay, I'm going to help Jolene. I'm going to help Jolene by killing that fucking priest. And he zooms on up and uh, Diver Down and is like doing swimming, freestyle swimming. Street shark in that shit. Yeah. Uh, and the priest is fucking legging. How her. can she be alive? Ah. He looks so angry. Mm-hmm. Anasui also looks quite angry. They're going to go fucking kill each other. And the last thing we see a is... crashed space shuttle. <laughs> is a space shuttle on the side of a building. March 21st, 2012, 1144 AM. 36 hours, 15 minutes until the new moon. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, it's going to be a, you know, a cool moon. So, Nick. Yeah. For our highlights and lowlights from this episode. My highlight you know what it's going to be it's actually going to be Jolene straight up getting punched again to invert herself mm. to get uninverted because that's the moment where it probably clicked in my mind it's like yeah Jolene's fucking crazy <laughs> like she's straight up is like I will go headlong into danger because it will work yeah, out absolutely signature move yeah. set herself on fire yep. throw herself into a vacuum exactly um, basically I'll shoot myself in the head mm. because I know that you'll die which means it won't matter yeah like, that level of just, like, man, she's fucking crazy. My highlight and lowlight are pretty closely linked. Mm-hmm. Uh, my highlight is Jolene doing the cool, save Anna Suey choke out Seamoon. Yep, yep. Lowlight is how long that inside-out string took <laughs> to travel. Yeah, yeah. My lowlight's just going to be, um... Because, I, look, I'm going to go ahead and assume, right? And this is a strong assumption. What? I'm going to assume that Jolene and or Hermes might actually still live... On account um, of how they told us, Jolene is yeah. alive. But if Jolene's alive, Hermes is probably also still alive because but, of that blood oath they swore. Yeah, but now it's just like, oh, so so she's still alive. Okay, so so nothing's happened. <laughs> like like nothing has actually changed. Per yeah, se, they fought him. They fought Poochie a bit. They fought him, but then he took no damage, and now he's run off to where he was before. Yeah, and now he knows they're coming. Yeah, but it's just like, oh, nothing's nothing's changed. Now really. they know Jodar is on his way. I guess. And um, don't forget. Um, Jayhawk six and nine died. Oh fuck! What are they gonna do with that Jayhawk six and nine? No. Oh. But no, I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, that was, oh, sure. Yep. yeah. It's like there's no waiting. They're just like, oh no, she's fine. Like, oh, Well, Nick, only, oh, only no. like two days remain until. Yeah. Um, don't know how they're gonna drag out thirty six hours, given that the last Well, he's over there, eight you know? minutes <laughs> with like twenty minutes, but that's fine. It's gonna be like um, I mean Resident Evil three when um. Jill gets, like, infected, so she, like, goes unconscious mm. for the whole time period that Resident Evil 2 takes place or whatever. Mm. Is, that, is that what happened? I have no idea. Okay, it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> All we know is Resident Evil's a great time. So. Yes. Nick. What? Jolene has been struck in the heart by inside outy gravity magic. A smooth criminal. hmm A woolly-bully, if you will. <laughs> Um, but apparently she's fine according to the people who can mystically sense if she's alive or not. Which is weird, but yeah. Uh, Anasui wants to go kill Father Pucci, who wants to go stay in Kennedy Space Centre until he gets heaven. Still not explained what that is. Jotaro but- Kujo on his way. What will happen next time and what was your previous theory uh, for Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 Stone Ocean? Next episode. I so swear if it's Sea Moon Part 2. Which is, of course, entitled Sea Moon Part 2. God damn it! Why does that have to be entitled Sea Moon Part 2? Okay, so so next episode, Jotaro will show up potentially at the last minute. Okay. So Anasui's going after the priest. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that going to end well for him? Who? Jotaro Kujo? For Anasui. Oh, no. Absolutely <laughs> not. Which is why Jotaro Kujo will have to show up and be all like, you idiot. Trying to talk to my daughter, kid. Yeah, pretty much. Something like. Um, well, actually, it might get really weird in that we've seen that Pucci is now apparently the center of all gravity and is thus impervious to getting punched. So I don't know if that's like an active thing that Pucci has to do or if it's an automatic thing that happens, mm. but I don't know how Jotaro can really help with that if that happens. You know, if it's an automatic thing, I don't think Jotaro is going to be able to beat him just immediately. So that, that makes sense. sense. I yeah. mean, it's not his story after all. Exactly. Um, but how, does jo- how is Jolene still alive? Good question, Nick. Her heart has been turned inside out. Mm. But she can be made of string. That's true. And string, notably, has no inside out. Yeah, it does. We saw that as a string. Oh, shit, yeah. you're right. <laughs> um, so maybe, maybe she's just playing like the absolute long con style. Like, well, it can only go so far, right? all effects of gravity diminish over a given range. So I'm just going to Launch myself into space. Yeah, I'm just, just going to fall away until it wears off and then I'll just uninvert. Easy. Maybe it's like that. Maybe that's the, the really dumb but ingenious way of getting away from these problems is just... And she'll, be, she'll land near where Hermes is. And yeah, yeah. Like, and Hermes will be all like... We have to go back. Join. It's going to take two days. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to get back if that happens. Um, so... Hmm... We've got to save dear sweet Emporio. Yeah, I don't think Emporio's... Well, actually, maybe Emporio will be some use. But he'll only be, like, on the outskirts he going... He has got a text. He did get a text, but at the same time, he'll just be like, Suey's doing that thing, but now Father Poochie's doing that thing. Yeah, they really should have left him at the border of the gravity. <laughs> Huge child endangerment <laughs> risk. Mm, mm. Well, look, wait, they're not there to babysit him, all right? He's here of his own volition, clearly. Um, but the... Yeah, is not going to show up until the last minute. And even then, he probably won't beat him. He'll just be like, Oi, and then that'll be it. Yep. Uh, but Anasui will just try his hardest and not quite get there with Father Pucci. Get killed or just incapacitated? Just incapacitated, okay. I think. I don't think he's going to fully die because then Jolene will have to come by like, Anasui! And Anasui will be like, I loved you from the start. And she'll be like, Hermes is here too! <laughs> He'll be like, why are you like... Th-? Um, yeah. That's, my, that's my, my prediction. Okay. And what's going to happen with these gravity powers? Hmm. Well, it's evolving, right? It's like That's what he said, yep. Yeah. So maybe he is getting closer and closer to like... And I, I, I can almost guess exactly what Araki's just read. Like, he's picked up a physics book and been like... Oh. Don't forget, we were talking about the unintended consequences of yeah. actions before. So he's obviously thought, oh, okay, I've done time. I've done... He's done hard time. Uh, I've, done, I've done time, like, where Shirling's it stops. done time. I've done, like, resetting time, like Groundhog Day... Um, I've done, what was, what was, um, King Crimson? Yeah, what was King Crimson? Skipping. Skipping time or like seeing different times and stuff. Um, but what's left? I know, relativity. So he's just picked up like a book on relativity and been like, time, space. I don't know enough about how Um, relativity works. what What if they're the same thing? Um, so what if, what if. Attaining heaven is having the ability to just either go back in time, right? And just like, you know, like go back in time and like prevent his sister's death. Ah, Um, giving himself the good ending. Exactly. Thereby they don't need to defeat him. Yep. So all he does is go back, save sister. Jolene never goes to prison. All works out in the end. And is is that the betterment of all humanity? Well, in his eyes, it will be. Because with his sister around, all humans would be alive. Ah, I see. Yeah. So he'll fix his selfish motivation first. uh, Or maybe it'll just be like, now I bring everyone back to life. Uh, Like, you know, I don't know, go back in time, get their soul, bring their soul forward and then resurrect them or some weird shit like that. mm -hmm. One of those two things. Kekyoin's back. Yeah, something weird like, everyone's back, baby. But then... It's time for Eyes of Heaven on PlayStation 4. (laughs) Everyone's alive again. Yeah. Something weird like, we're just going back in time, we're going to do that. Or just change the course of history? Maybe. But changing the course of history seems weird, in that that's like, it's almost like Kim Crimson, but not, you know? No. Okay. Well, maybe maybe he'll just be like, I'm going to make this so it never happened, and just undo the events of the past. Oh, interesting. interesting. And so then, in the future, he'll be like, wait, what happened? Why, why is this a hellscape? Why am I in... Fists of the North Star now. Oh my and god. Were, well, because your sister it lived. It was a prequel all along. Yeah, because your sister lived, it meant that societal unrest went up because she became a freedom mm. fighter, which then turned the whole world order upside down. And now we're in this. Jonaro changed <laughs> his name to Kenshiro. Exactly. So, yeah. Well, we'll find out all that and more next time on Sea Moon Part 2. But until then. Well, just a heads up that we might have some disruption in the next couple of weeks as I'm doing a theatre show with a pretty demanding schedule so we may have to skip an episode or two even. Mm. But we'll be back as soon as we can for Sea Moon Part 2. But until then, to be be continued. continued.